if you are an entrepreneur and you would like to get into the training, it's a lot of moving parts. It's a real school. You must understand the scope of what you're undertaking. Your heart's got to be in it. It's very important to understand the people from all walks of life that's going to be coming into your arena to be trained. And you must recognize when someone is not training material and gently allow them to understand that. But all in all, training and caring is the best thing you can do in the world. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Maria Santiago. Maria is the CEO and Director of Home Health Aid Training Institute, HATI, which trains nurses in board-certified home health aid. She recently won the Presidential Tribute of Excellence Award. Welcome, Maria. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure as well. I'm glad to have you as well, Maria. So can you tell us more about this? So basically, you train nurses as, a, as their own business to go and take care of people in their homes? They can do their own business once they're certified. And yes, they, we train them to care for sick people at home, adults, kids, and be the best caregivers that they can be. Oh, cool. And so their background has to be nursing or not really? You can get them licensed. So basically, when you come in with the thought of wanting to be a home care worker, basically, you have to have an, a high school diploma or we have an ATB test that you take. And once uh -huh. you pass that small test, it's not a, it's a sixth grade level to ensure that you understand the logistics of the work that's being given. It's 12 modules and it's eight units. And then you have 61 practices that a registered nurse that is licensed by the Board of Education will teach you how to perform when you go into someone's home. And after you've passed all those hurdles, you're ready to go for your eight hours internship. The eight hours internship entails going to an assisted living and doing hands-on care with a few seniors throughout that eight hours that's been supervised by a nurse. And therefore, when that is completed, now you are licensed in the state of New York by the State University Board of Education, ready to go take care of someone's life, make them happy, nice. bring them back to wellness and independence. That's great. So once they get licensed, this is only for New York, correct? It is a New York requirement, but you can take your license to any one of the other states. New York is the only one that does not take other people's license from any other town. So when someone comes into New York, we have to train them. And when they go to other states, they can show our license and get a, another small in-service that would allow them to practice. Okay, so that means they don't have to remain with your firm to provide the service. They can do it on their own or they can go to any other company. That's correct. That's wonderful. We adjust How the did school. You get into Sorry? 
we are just we are the school that's certifying them. We are not an Got agency. It. Yes. So how did you get into this? Is this something that you were always into education? I've always taught, but more than ever, when you throughout the walks of my experience in home care, I've realized that there's a lot of people that need proper caring. And so we have taken the opportunity, my family and I, to have a family-owned business that would allow the proper logistics of caring so that when you are in your senior age, you can have the best care and you can be understood accordingly. And there's a lot of people that have that feeling or the comfort level that they just want to remain in their own home and get care, not go anywhere. And that's a wonderful service that you guys provide them. Absolutely. Seniors would much rather stay in their home. Yeah. But if, of course, they get the dementias or the other hands that life deals to you along the way, sometimes they are best being in an assisted living or a nursing home and they are better cared for. But most of the times, folks would rather be home. And seniors would tell you that. They're used to their homes. They're used to their nooks and crannies. They're used to where everything yeah. is. And so they want to be in their home with their loved ones attending to them. Yeah. It's human nature too, right? To have that is, is, I guess you could say it's a personal pride as well in a positive way that you want to be as self-sufficient as possible. Absolutely. It is the best thing I would want to say. I've seen a lot of people beg to go back to their homes yeah. from nursing homes that they have sat there and they've missed their environment and they've missed their neighbors and they just miss their comfort. And I've had the opportunity to discharge a lot of people after being in an assisted living or nursing homes for many years and still in their right function in mind and would like to go back home. And it was a pleasure. I remember one of my social worker friends, we decided that we were going to send as many people home that as wanted to go and we arranged for home care for them. And so having a trained caregiver is very important in that instance. We were able to discharge 22 people from one nursing home. Very happy ending. It was so That's touching, right. so touching. Yeah. I remember this one lady, she said, I said, I have to go get your pill pack before you leave. She says, I'm following you, Maria. I am not getting you out of my sight. I've been hearing this for three years today. I am going home wow. and I'm going to follow you until I get home. It was amazing. Wow. It's very touching. She cried when we finally exited the nursing home and put her in the car. She just cried for joy. She was going back home. She actually lived to be 104 years old. Is she still around? No, she passed away two years ago at 104. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's life, right? Yeah. Like you provide something that it is a doing service to others. And the age comes for all of us to need that support and to be able to provide that at home is just simply amazing. Do you find a lot of people that are in the corporate world are looking to approach you guys to see if you can help them switch careers? 
absolutely a lot of people realize that after they have gone through the mulberry bush with everything else and they've looked at their parents or their grandparents' age and need care and they realize that they can't do it without the support of the understanding of home care. They come to us to be taught the right way, the easy way and understanding how to change a pamper, how to do a blood pressure, how to turn in position, how to feed someone, how to basically do a dressing or do a hoyer lift if someone needs to be hoyered. It's an art how to put them in a wheelchair. They're different, very delicate pieces. When you have to go to someone's home and you have to take care of their five ADLs, if that person is still on their game mentally and cognitively, it's very hard for them to have help and to not be able to use their own hands. And when you are being relied on to do that kind of care, you have to have compassion and you have to be careful and you have to just be kind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Key word there is compassion for sure. Do or could someone from another country, another part of the world, take on admission in your institute to get certified, even though that certification may not mean anything there, but just to get the skills to be able to provide that kind of service at home in in another place? I want to say New York is one of the best places to study to be to be to study to be a home health aide. We cover okay. the entire curriculum. New York State looks at that curriculum with very tight eyes. We had a Dr. Reimer at the Board of Education that would look at every single line. God bless him. He's resigned now, but he's an amazing man. The Board of Education has an amazing team, and they scrutinize every single effort of caring. And so you, we've had people that have trained with us and as, that's able to go to their country, be it Jamaica, okay. Trinidad, the Dominican Republic, Good. Italy, and, it's, and our certificate is highly recognized in different nice. parts of the world. Yes. That's excellent. Do you have online as well? We don't have online because the state believes that with the positionings in the 67 theories that you must have on hand live. Uh, makes sense. Understanding. Yes. Yeah, makes sense. So how long is the program, by the way? I'm not sure if I asked that question. Uh, actually, the program is 83 hours long, 75 hours in a classroom to be a home health aide, and seven and eight hours in the assisted living. And if you become a CNA, which is Certified Nursing Assistant, it's 95 hours in the classroom, 24 exams, one final exam, and then you go f- to take your practice tests with the state. That's a clinical and a skill, which you repeat again, showing the nurse that you can carefully identify caring for someone under that scope. And that's 30 hours in the nursing home. We have to take you to the nursing home and do a hands-on practice with clients under the supervision of a registered nurse. It's very detailed. Yeah, sounds like it. So Maria... The people that, the nurses that work for you guys and how you help them go into a home to help someone, do you have a system in place that actually oversees to ensure they are providing the care as per your curriculum? Yes, absolutely. We have registered nurses. I'm the director of the program. 
We have three of the directors. Yes, we have absolutely. Okay, so then how do you manage that? You must have so many. By the way, how many nurses do you have in, in the field? We have eight nurses all together that's in okay. in-house that teaches our programs. They all are registered nurses with a lot of experience uh -huh. behind their back. And we have a lot of students that come in. We are a paid program. So when someone come in, they pay us and they expect to get the right training. And that's what we offer. So how do you, but I'm saying, do you, you check on those students that are working in the field on a regular, consistent basis of what the type of service that they're providing? Basically, what we do is we offer a lifetime membership to our students. So when our students okay. graduate, we check in with them, possibly within a three-month scope to see how they're doing and allow them to go up online and show off their paychecks and show off the quality of care that they have offered and the kindness that they've brought to families along the way. And if they need another job, they can always call us. But yes, and then most of them come back in after they have done their home health aids classes and come back to be a CNA. But there's no like supervision from your institute that just checks on what the quality of service that they're providing. Once they go to an agency, the agency directed and takes oh, on that role to it. continue to do their 12 hours of in-service and continue to monitor them on a daily basis in that factor. Mm -hmm. yes. So any complaints or whatnot about the students that are in the field, you don't handle, they go mostly to the agency. Correct. Once we have certified you, we expect to not have you be a part of a complaint, but of course life goes on. So if there is that director of nursing under that auspice of the agency would handle that mm -hmm. criteria. So do you have any advice that you can share to an entrepreneur that has something similar where he has to provide a training and look on their certification and ensure that they're providing the right service? any kind of guidance that you could provide in your experience that could help them? Absolutely. If you are an entrepreneur and you would like to get into the training, it's a lot of moving parts. It's your real school. You must understand the scope of what you're undertaking. Your heart's got to be in it. It's very important to understand the people from all walks of life that's going to be coming into your arena to be trained and you must recognize when someone is not training material and gently allow them to understand that. But all in all, training and caring is the best thing you can do in the world. Growing up, is that did you have a passion to get into entrepreneurship? I've always had a passion to get into entrepreneurship. I came from entrepreneurs. My great-grandparents were entrepreneurs. They were real estate oh, tycoons and they owned businesses. Nice. Yeah, so it's always been in my blood to be an entrepreneur. So what was that one business or career that you wanted to do growing up? I had two careers in mind. I wanted to do home care and I wanted to be a oh. stewardess. Yeah, that was it. Did you ever do the stewardess part? No, I flew a lot though. I, I remember going into Panam, the old jet planes and... I sat there and I was like, I love this. I love the sky. It's so beautiful. 
I did go for an interview. And so I, I was 136 pounds then. And they wanted me to lose six pounds. And I guess life just took me in another direction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out better. Yes. Yeah. I could imagine that the line of business that you're in could get stressful training people and dealing with day-to-day stuff. Do you do anything for your mindset just to stay on point? Yes. It's amazing that you've asked that. I do swim. I do a lot of pranic healing on the master Chowkai Sui. I, I meditate a lot. And yeah, basically, I'm always seeking the higher level of understanding from God. And so I delve into understanding that aspect to keep myself sane and be able to yeah. share care. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Do you have a morning routine? I look up at the sun every morning. I thank Mother Earth for being inside of the universe. Nice. And I look up at the sun and I share that energy power. And I ask for grace and authority for anyone that I may be presented in front of to be able to help them. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a great feeling to help someone else. It definitely is a favor from God. Yeah, definitely. It's, it just adds a different type of fulfillment in your life. It does. Yeah. Really do. Can you share with us what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in your life? I feel that God definitely designated me for this journey, without a doubt. I have had a lot of instances where I have, it's just amazing that you asked that because I've always flowed with the power of God. Like I, I almost never plan things and this may sound a little funny, but I always just listen, God, whatever you want me to do today, whatever you wanted me to do. And my life just journeyed along the rivers of whatever. And it's amazing because, yeah, each day significant in someone's life, I feel grateful and I am on the journey and I feel God is, I live by faith predominant. Mm. So is there any kind of last minute suggestion or recommendations you would like to provide anyone in the audience? Please go ahead. I just want to say live in the commandment, love being the first commandment and just understand that you're on a journey. You were sent on a mission and understand through wisdom how to fulfill that mission. Mm, through wisdom. Beautiful. Maria, it's been wonderful having you on the show. And I'll thank you for taking the time and sharing your mission, your passion and what you do. And I hope you continue to help others on your journey. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And I am grateful for all the conversation questions that you posed today. Not very many people have gone down that, that, that's, that, that course. So I thank you. And my yes. pleasure. My pleasure is all from my heart. So. I'm, yes. I'm glad that you enjoyed the interview and I'm glad that you were part of it. 
And thank you once again, Maria. And audience, thank you so much for joining us one more time on another episode with Maria. Uh, all All her information will be provided in the show notes. Check out her website, her information. If it's something that you you want to look into or someone you know that might need a change in career, is definitely something to take a look at because this is something that is going to be needed a lot more as we get older, as the generations get older and we need the help and the elderly need the help. So it would be a great thing to look into. Once again, thanks so much for being part of the show and helping us grow. And Maria, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.